Dr. Ta. This is Professor. Well, I was going to say uh, thank you very much, but uh, Blue Fest stole my thunder earlier, so. Feather. Uh, this is the Midnight Imhotep. This is Dr. <laughs> And this is Blong, the Blue Fez Baby, and I'm coming straight at you. Uh, we can't wait to talk about this next movie. It's going to be fabulous. I promise. Just grab yourself a peanut butter banana sandwich. And sit I down. already had one. <laughs> just, just one? All right, I had about 12. <laughs> and you are listening to... This evening, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to talk about the classic movie by Don Coscarelli, a personal favorite of mine, the director, maybe not the movie, but the movie is Bubba Hotep. Impersonator. You fell off a stage and broke your hip? Who was it? 20 years ago. That's where they took a piece of my brain. I got a little bag of sand up there now. Jack, President Kennedy was a white man. They dyed me this color. What we have here at Shady Rest is an Egyptian soul sucker of some sort. Some kind of Bubba Hotep. You know, a mummy hiding out, feeding on the sleeping. <laughs> He can just keep on feeding unless he's finally destroyed. All right, man, let's go. Baby. All right, 2002 American comedy horror film, uh, written and co-produced by Don Coscarelli and directed, starring Bruce Campbell as Elvis Presley, 
Um, and it's based on a novella by Joe R. Lansdale. So. I first saw this movie. I didn't really like it. I was just kind of like, nah, I don't know. But upon subsequent watching, I think I kind of dig it. So, um, before we start off, I've got a bit of trivia. Um, the star of the movie, Bruce Campbell, has played three famous people in his career. Can you name the three famous people he's played? Well, definitely Santa Claus. No. Uh, Abraham Lincoln? We know Elvis Presley, right? Right. right. Abraham Lincoln. No takers? Hmm. Abraham Lincoln and... All right, so he also played um, Ronald Reagan uh, in one of the seasons of Fargo. Um, You get to watch him take a leak (laughs) as Ronald Reagan and schmooze. So he's a talker while he pees. Um, And he also played... Bruce Campbell in My Name is Bruce. There was the trick right there. All right. So let's start off with uh, Blue Fez. What did you think of this movie? Well, I'd have to agree with you there, Gadfly. Uh, First viewing of the... Okay, let's just stop that. So (laughs) the... um... (laughs) Oh, well, if you're going to be like that, then I'm going to do the whole goddamn podcast this way. He's not a ball human. No, I so I agree with you. Um, you know, it's the guy that did Phantasm. It's, it's like so you, the minute you see that, you're like, oh yeah, you're like you're immediately in because I oh, I love love the Phantasm movies. Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I kind of felt the same way. You know, you, the first time I saw it, I was kind of like, okay, what the hell? All right, you know, sure, Bruce Campbell. Okay, I'm in. I'll, you know, you kind of got me on that one as well. Um, it first time seeing it, I was like. Eugh guys can we keep this going it kind of feels like it kind of dips a little bit um but after viewing a few times yeah i kind of got in i got into the groove I, it's not a perfect movie um it's I, I still think there are some parts of it that that drag a little bit but i think bruce campbell does a lot of the heavy lifting here in that it it's just kind of fun to watch him <laughs> as, yeah. as 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 quote unquote Elvis in the movie. Yeah. And 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 the whole thing with Ozzy Davis. Ozzy Davis, yeah. You gotta you gotta shout out to Ozzy Davis. Let's get decadent <laughs> <laughs> with the candy yeah. bars. I mean, Baby that, Ruth or whatever. Baby yeah. Ruth, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you want a ding dong? <laughs> well and the, no, no. The, <laughs> I want a chocolate I meant a chocolate. Well mine yeah. would be chocolate. It would yes. Well and I love the fact that he thinks he's John F. Kennedy uh, and that they didn't really kill him. They have all these tricks and they turned yeah. him into a black man. They yeah. dyed his skin and put a bag of sand in his head. Put a, yeah, put a bag of sand in his head. That's right. Yeah. So there, so there's, there's, a, there's, there's a, I, I kind of like the setup. The execution just is a little mm, kind of, I think, I think this would be like, like the ultimate oh. cult like horror like movie I, yeah. just because it's so off the wall but I, I i do i do enjoy it love the movie um yeah yeah we should probably set the premise of what the movie is it's uh elvis yeah. who is still alive because he faked yes. his death 
um, by switching <laughs> with a real uh, Elvis impersonator. Um, he's now in a retirement home because his papers blew, uh, you know, blew up in a, a freak fire that was started in his camper because he dropped lighter <laughs> fluid on his barbecue. Um, but so he's in this retirement community and he's almost like bedridden, like can't hardly walk. Well, he has a broken hip. Broken he had a broken hip. hip. That's, yeah, that's what from, it was. From, from, a, 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 from an impersonation of himself right. <laughs> at, at a concert. He, he his hip locks and he falls off the stage uh yeah yeah and we get some uh great um like would that be meta irony it is yeah we get yeah. uh reggie banisters in in here as the he's the guy who runs the place um and then i'm trying to think who's the the guy that's the um the hearse driver oh daniel roebuck yeah um the comedian he's yeah. like a he's he, a comedian is he a comedian a well, I don't think he's a comedian. He's a comedic actor. Right. Yeah. Well, he's a character actor. The first time I yeah. ever saw him was River's Edge. He played mm -hmm. Samson, the guy who well, yeah, kills his, his kills his girlfriend, and is just like a psycho, you know. Which is a really shows his yeah. rage. Oh, his yeah. rage. Yeah. But he he's normally great. plays kind of a, you know, in more lighthearted stuff. Affable. Yeah. Really. Affable yeah. Character. More affable. I think he didn't he explode on um, Lost. I think so. They were moving some dynamite. I wouldn't know if it didn't happen in the first off. two episodes. <laughs> <laughs> first five minutes, sir. <laughs> Just... uh, but anyhow, at this restaurant home, the twist is there's some sort of a mummy in cowboy boots um, <laughs> sucking souls out of people. And uh, he can do it out of any orifice. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, and he's like... I don't know. He's kind of like this ghostly figure. And it's really kind of cheap makeup. You know, it's really kind of low budget um, look and feel. But uh, yeah. So, what, uh, oh, go ahead. What? No, I think that just adds to it. Yeah. Me. It, it, it adds to that. Especially with the story and just that whole, yeah, it was, yeah. It was made to be a cult looking movie. I mean, that's so what it looks like. Professor Feather, what did you think of this movie? Well, you know, you, you mentioned uh, the mummy, and he didn't have uh, he didn't have that the cowboy hat and the boots until after he sucked the soul of the the oh. guy who thought he was um, Lone Ranger. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I, so I think that he <laughs> he picked him up and put him on. I guess yeah. you know because the the soul part of him that he was just sucked yeah, up maybe. wanted that hat. Part and of memories. Yeah. Um. Yeah, that was Kimosabi, right? Kimosabi. Yeah, well, Kimo and it was played by Larry Pinnell, who apparently, like, 40 years earlier wore the mask in some, you know, the, the Lone Ranger mask or something else. Oh, really? And that's why Don oh. Coscarelli wanted him. Oh, okay. I, he didn't look familiar. That's why well, I was wondering. I wonder, <laughs> was, that's interesting now. I wonder, was this the guy that took over for Clayton? There was, like, one season yes, of the Lone Ranger. Been. I wonder yeah, if that was, it was him. It was Clayton Moore for that, except for that one season, yeah. 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 So that might be been that, yeah, this guy. That, yeah, but I don't it, know. Very nice. I, and I mean, he that. definitely look, doesn't look the same. You know, he's old, you know. And that's the whole other premise about this movie. It, it's about age, um, you know, yep. and yeah. and just kind of the ironies of age, <laughs> you know, that, that you're looking at, looking at it, um, you know, just through through the lens of irony. Um, I, I, yeah, you know, I, I appreciate there's some scenes I really like. I, overall, the movie kind of it doesn't hold a it's cohesion. A yeah. Um, it's it's 
Hey, here, it's based on a Joe R. Lansdale story. Right. And it's a short story. I've re I read the story. Yeah. It's a short story. Well, sometimes you can't drag an, an idea out for a full mo movie unless you're really good. And, you know, and I don't think this was this lived up to it. Um, I even had to think in one spot um, when uh, Elvis is had they've had the confrontation with the mummy and Elvis uh, or um, um, Jack has the mechanical wheelchair the you know and it comes back around and Elvis gets in it you know and and rides down there and I immediately thought FDR badass <laughs> yeah <laughs> that kind of the movie kind of reminded me of that but not uh, it wasn't quite as as uh, overtly you know um, par parody yeah, it wasn't that, it wasn't as clever as FDR wasn't as clever as and, uh, but it had oh, its well, moments well, I, one of the things I would like to say before, and I only got really one other thing to say about it when he's in the bed and they do the fast the the, the fast motion uh -huh. uh, you know denoting time and the people passing in and out and how that how that I thought that was a, a brilliant uh, little little uh, segment there you know sequence yeah I thought they did a really that that conveyed a lot in a short period of time you know I like that condensation I thought he did a do whoever put that together whoever's idea that was, was that was a, a masterful idea I'm presuming it was a director because you know directors are gods yeah well and you know you had to have uh Elvis had to ask John F Kennedy about banging uh what's Marilyn her what's Monroe. her name Marilyn Monroe, Marilyn Monroe yeah <laughs> <clears throat> So there's a lot of little good things like that. You know, there were moments. And, you know, this didn't, obviously didn't do well. Um, and when it came out, I bought it on DVD um, and watched it with my son because he's a huge uh, um, Bruce Campbell fan. And we both were like, mm, not even Bruce Campbell holds this whole thing together, you know. So it's, uh, so what What about you, uh, Dr. Head? Uh, I, I, I kind of feel the same way you do gadfly i i really wanted to like this movie so much more um than i did i was going into it with great expectations like okay bruce campbell it's going to be a comedy and a horror this is really going to be great and it just wasn't uh, there were selected scenes we, you've all kind of mentioned these great scenes and funny that kind of lighten it but for the most part it kind of drags for me and i just i just I want to like it. I'll have to try it again sometime down the road. But um, yeah, I just wasn't. It wasn't a, for me. I just was, didn't really enjoy it as as much as I I wanted to. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think this would have been great as like part of a new Twilight Zone series, a 30 minute you know, TV episode. Like they could have cut all mm -hmm. that stuff down, mm -hmm. um, or they could have just been a little bit more. Um, expansive of their microcosm because they're it's almost entirely inside that nursing home and I think I bet there's just all kinds of opportunities in a nursing home to find strange and colorful characters right so they already had two they probably should have just had three or four more you know mm. <laughs> uh, or or beefed up those ancillary characters because like the two um, drivers of the Hearst were okay, but you could have seen where they, they might have used them instead of the shot of the guy's daughter bending over and Elvis going, ho, ho, you know. Um, yeah, so 
I personally did not like those those intercuttings there of the the, the comedic uh, thing with the um, you know bringing the bodies out. All I right. didn't like it. I I thought you know you could just you know they should have just cut to the same two people bringing the body out and then cut away you know both times just to convey. I don't know. I just it just didn't it seemed to there again it seemed to be kind of pushed in, you know, not really part of the story. And okay, let's you know this will this will be something as little amusing. I will admit though when he when they dumped the body in the bushes was kind of funny. Yeah. So. <laughs> See, even even the bad spots had, had something right. Yeah. Good going for it. <laughs> so, Doctor Tar, what did you think of this movie? I, I agree with most everything you guys have said about it so far, but. It, in hindsight, you know, after it, it, I don't know, it kind of almost ends up in that universe of like John dies in the end with all these, it's almost like an alternate reality type. Yeah, I don't know what suggests that, but it just, to me, it just has that odd universe type feel to it. And it, it, it's definitely made to be what it is actually. And, and it was a hit or miss for us, but, you know, like this cult type movie which yeah. Corselli likes doing and I, he does it well sometimes yeah and yeah just... so I said I think this is not it's not a terrible movie it's just not one of his best no. I no, like but I, it, would... it does have its moments so do you like but it has moments it's overall it's not right it's not tremendously successful as a feature length film right 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 right, yeah. right. Now, what about um, John dies at the end which is also done by Coscarelli do you like that better than Bubba Hotel I, I, I do I, I think I do. It's a, it's a little more, I don't want to say cohesive, but it's just, you can follow the story with him. And, you know, I mean, yeah. and, 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 and I think it's, I like the narration of it. You know, it just, right. I, I like it. Yeah. Just, uh, so that kind of, like, that kind of, they broke a, a precedent kind of, or broke a, you know, unspoken rule because uh, Elvis narrates this, but he dies in the end. Yeah. Which yeah. you never. Or you does know, he? Or does well, he? Yeah. Well, there's the. There's the there's, <laughs> yeah. What was that? Uh, well, it, you know he dies because it did not end with that big question mark. Yeah. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there enough. it is. <laughs> yeah, you nailed that. Um, so, <laughs> so it, with um, Bubba Hotep, I think like the the best paced part of the movie is the end, right? And the part where he flashes back to explain how he's really Elvis. So I think from the time he gets out of that car to go in and see the, uh, the Elvis impersonator um, and the scene that he has with himself uh, and how he acts very, like he totally like awestruck when he sees the real Elvis come in. Um, and he doesn't even doubt that it's the real Elvis, right? Um, and doesn't he like kiss his ring and, and do all that kind of stuff? And he's like eating pie. <laughs> he's got pie all over him. Um, and then they don't really show the discussion. They just show El Elvis leaving saying, yeah, that guy's no good. Um, and But do you see what that Elvis is doing when yes, he's leaving? Right. He goes wiping to get the, his mouth. He's wiping his mouth. <laughs> and he goes to, you also know when he goes to open his own door. They're like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, he's like, yeah. oh, oh, yeah, right. <laughs> So and I and then it cuts to him, you know, uh, living it up in a trailer park or whatever, um, and blowing up his trailer. And then you find out he lost all of his papers. So if he wants to go back, he can't go back. Um, 
yeah, I mean, I think that that editing and stuff is like shows Don Coscarelli's ability to tell a story, but then there's just all that other fluff that just didn't didn't add up to all that kind of stuff. Just didn't yeah. gel. Yeah. yeah. No. no. I we needed we needed more with uh, the whole Jack Kennedy. Um, I I thought that was wasted that was wasted gold right there. I mean. Yeah. If you're going to do the, is is he really Kennedy or is he not? Because if you look at his room compared to everybody else's, I'm like, this guy's Kennedy. Because it's like, <laughs> it's much nicer. And it has that kind of like White House presidential feel. And yeah. so you're thinking, well, if he's not, then how the hell did he get this really awesome room? And I think there could have been some funny bits where, you know, there there might be some Secret Service men. And, you know, he's like, there's Secret Service. And, he, and you know, he, you know the Secret Service guy. Well, you know you could play it. Is it? We don't know. It looks at Elvis, and they're like, "Yeah, I'm son." You know, whatever. You you could you could have had a lot more fun with that. I I think it just it needed a little bit more uh, world building. But I also um, I, I kind of like the idea that you guys brought up about this. What if this was a rest home where just these weird? It's like, uh, could Jim Morrison be here? You know, kind of like a little. Um, uh, rip on uh, what was the the movie um, with Goldie Hawn and uh, was it Meryl Streep? Uh, Death is it Death Becomes Her? Death becomes her. Yeah, like maybe something like that where you've just got this eclectic. This is where they all end up, and it's this why why in this Texas rest home, you've got uh, the brain of Jack Kennedy. Elvis. <laughs> yeah. uh, you could have yeah, like uh, the guy that played the Lone Ranger in one season. You know, you could just. Have all and and they all kind of have to band together to kind of stop this, stop this mummy from sucking the souls out of their arsehole. You know, yeah. <laughs> I would bring in Hitler too. Why not? <laughs> Hitler versus the arsehole, <laughs> which is worse. The uh, so what's the story behind the mummy? How did a mummy end up in the rest home? It was it was in in a wreck. It was being transported and it wrecked, and no, and then nobody decided they were going to look for it. <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah, because yeah, yeah, it got it, they they somebody the stole it. Somebody stole it. Yeah, yeah, stole and, it. and the, the bus goes into uh, that yes. was the one thing I was kind of like the bus yeah. runs yeah. through the sign that says bridge out. I'm like, uh, guys, that was an important sign. You probably should stop. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah, 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 yeah. And no, they didn't find the bus. I'm like, that river's somebody. probably not that deep. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, one of the one of the little holes in the yeah. market. <laughs> yeah, and yeah. at the end, if you watch it all the way through the credits, you see that there's supposed to be a sequel. Oh no, I didn't watch it all through the credits. All yeah, the way through the credits. yeah. So clearly, no sequel. Oh, so he did not die. So you, I didn't know that. I'm sorry. It could maybe he'll show up as a ghost. Prequel. Uh, no, 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 the king, the king lives forever, baby. I've taken a lot bigger hits than that. I keep on coming. Well, um, just to jump back to um, Larry Pinnell, uh, the guy who played Kimo Sabi, he was most famous for being Dash Riprock on the Beverly Hillbillies. Nice. Oh, <laughs> Dash Riprock. Yeah, that was Ellie's, Ellie's boyfriend, Ellie's intended. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's uh, a handsome movie star. Dash Riprock. Now that's a name. I yeah. know. That sounds like it could have been from the Flintstones, too. but It, it totally could <laughs> yeah. have been, yeah. Um, all His right. acting was Flintstone ish, too. 
Yeah. <laughs> Anything else you want to say about <laughs> the Bubba Hotep? Uh, Any last words? Fun. Go watch it. Give it yeah. a shot. Yeah, it's fun. It's definitely worth a watch. Oh, totally, yeah. totally worth a watch. Two, yeah. I say two. Watch it twice. Watch yeah, it once. Yeah. Eight months later, watch it again. Make Late sure, night, and then get back with us. Thanks. Watch, yeah, watch all the way through the credits. Yeah, you yeah. got to watch that. I didn't. You know, yeah, I'm one of those people that as soon as the credits start rolling, it's if like I'm a, in a theater, I'm out of there. I don't care MC. what's going on after that. I want to make sure I get out and get out of that damn parking lot. <laughs> <laughs> So you don't have to yell and scream at somebody for getting in your Absolute. way. Absolutely. <laughs> Get off my Ooh, lawn. Look behind me. Oh, I'm at home. I, I was I'm doing them all a favor. Uh, okay. So Bubba Hotep, go see it. Don Coscarelli, um, Bruce Campbell, Ozzy Davis. Sam Axe. Sam Axe. Who's that? Is he the mummy? From from Burn Notice. Oh, Burn Notice, yes. Sam Axe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to be Ash, Ashley. The most oh, masculine Ash. name for a hero in a horror movie is Ashley. Um. Okay, so we've got some time here. So let's, uh, let's hear what you guys have been watching. Dr. Head? I watched Coming to America. Two? How was it? Coming to America 2. Um, I like the first one better. You know, this this one was okay. There were some jokes that were that were kind of funny. That was nice to seeing all the, the great cast. Good seeing all the, the roles back and James Earl Jones and, and then a lot of really funny actors in this one as well. But some of the jokes just fell flat and forced. Like, like one that stood out really bad reminded me of a joke i forced into sorority sisters versus sasquatch realizing <laughs> only afterwards like no. I, shouldn't have, I shouldn't have put that in there i know it was like that it was that it was that blatant i'm like oh come on you had to know that one was bad you know and uh so it, it was okay but i would not uh, watch it again yeah, yeah I, it's a uh, it's funny because one of my favorite actors is uh, Eddie Murphy. Uh, there's, mm -hmm. I think he's one of the funniest people ever, even in like stupid shit comedies like Doctor Doolittle and Doctor Doolittle Two. Um, and uh, what's the what's the one where he has oh, Daddy Daycare? I think. See, I think that movie is hilarious. That movie has great directing of kids. The little kids are awesome in that movie. Um, and then he's with Jeff Green. He and Jeff Green as daycare people. Oh my gosh, so good. Um, anyhow, Bowfinger. I think he should have won an Oscar for his acting in Bowfinger. Everything Bowfinger was good. really funny. That was a yeah. funny movie. That was a good movie. I just, yeah, I just yeah. watched that. Yeah, and that, that's what I was going to bring yeah. up. Yeah. But, oh my it god, that was really yeah. surprised me how yeah. funny it was. Yeah, well, yeah he he was one of great in that. Yeah. Yes, one of many in that movie. That that yeah. you know, every but every, his uh, yeah, well, he yeah. has the braces. Yes. <laughs> Jif Jifferson. Oh my God! Yes. Yeah. And when he was, uh, when they had to do the nude scene where she had a yeah. bare breast. Yeah. Oh my God! And he You're turns around. He's got that look, and yeah. he's got those braces up. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. <laughs> and then he looks down and he goes, "You're doing a really good job." <laughs> <laughs> 
Oh, yeah. that's such a funny movie. And Steve mm. Martin is really funny in that one, too, I think. Yeah, two comedic geniuses. You know, and Eddie Murphy can really act. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're oh. good cast. Yeah. But, like, like, compare compare to, like, Dolomite is my name. Oh. That that performance should have won him something. I mean, that was just a yeah. stellar performance. Yeah. This this movie, while it's great seeing him back in that that king, he's a king king now. He's not a prince. It's that's a fun character. And the banner with there was some lot of funny moments, you know, with uh, you know, with 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 the whole cast. And they had a good time doing it. It just the execution of it and some of the writing was just kind of stale and and just kind of flat. You know, what about you, Tar? What have you been watching? Well, I was going to say Bowfinger. That was one of them. Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Doom Patrol. Oh, nice. Switched so over. Good. Yeah. Oh, that, besides uh, Gadfly. <laughs> Anybody else been watching this? Oh, I'm yeah, just, well, I'm catching all up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah really like it. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a lot. Doom Patrol is a lot of fun. It yeah. is, yeah. and they they take a lot of the material from Grant Morrison's run, mm -hmm. yeah. and they're pretty faithful. Yeah. But they also add to it that, and it's just bizarre. Yeah, and it's it's very meta because they they often comment, and it's funny the comments come in when I'm starting to think about something. I'm like going, "Oh my god, these guys are whining," and then the narrator comes in and goes, "And if you thought we were exactly. just going to whine for the next four episodes, here <laughs> come the superheroes," you know, and then they have, <laughs> they have the big fight, you know. So. I was trying to tell uh, uh, Mrs. Tar about this, and I got her to start watching it, and she really likes it. Oh yeah, and it's it, good. And, and she's good. And I said, "Yeah, this is not your typical superhero type." stuff and she was like going oh i didn't think of them as superheroes at all she goes she's she thought of more as just people just kind of some extreme problems yeah, which misfits. i thought was, that's kind of a neat, you know what, I mean? what they are kind of like us yeah i don't mean, just kind of a neat, like, yes sir doom patrol <laughs> but anyway yeah well, i thought that was kind of a neat, yeah just for her to yeah but yeah i really like the show feather what have you been watching reading whatever anything you want to talk about oh um well watching um what did i just watch some um uh captain marvel serial oh it's nice. uh, showing on youtube and i watched about four i've watched the first four episodes of that it's like oh, 1940 yeah. 47 something, like, something, that, like, something that. like that yeah yeah so oh. that's that's been that's been fun that's um, a great serial and then there was another one, and I can't remember because I'd never heard of it. But it was uh, it starred uh, who was that? The first or the second uh, uh, Tarzan, the silent Tarzan. I can't think of his name right now. Elmo and Lincoln. First, the first one, Herman Bricks, is also in the movie or in the in the serial. But it's kind of like a play on on Tarzan. So wait, there was. Um, so there was one before Buster Crab and Johnny Weissmuller. No, those were yeah, because yes. we had we had silent ones, oh, and and also nice. not even silent. This guy. How's he going to call the, the animals? This oh, is the guy. That, Mungo. Yeah, yes, that's the guy. Yeah, and I can't think of his name right now. I'd have to look it up, and I'm not. I'm too lazy. Elmo Lincoln. Oh well, that's not who it was. It wasn't Elmo Lincoln. He was like the first one, but was he the first? Okay, and then uh, yeah, I know Herman Bricks was right in there, and then this guy was right in there too. So what I can't think. Name. Of Elmo Lincoln. Herman Bricks. <laughs> B-R-I-X. Elmo Lincoln. I've been shot. 
that, uh, so that I've been watching that and um, in my spare time reading I've uh, been and reading uh, Accelerando I'm still reading Accelerando um, which is a one of the most densest one of the densest books I've ever read yeah, um, page per page that we were talking about this my earlier. fucking mind yeah. every uh, single page yeah sometimes you have to read paragraphs two or three times to kind of see if you can really understand what he's talking about you know and piece together what he's talking about yeah. um absolutely brilliant absolutely brilliant one of the best things i've ever read i read it once before a few years ago quite uh, several years ago um and i'm rereading it it's almost like i've never read it you know uh because of uh, of time passage you know and just uh it's so dense <laughs> it is so dense but yeah, and that guy that guy runs the gambit i mean it's hard science it's it's examination of social structures corporate structures capitalism and cats <laughs> very it's, it's extremely uh, satirical yeah. and uh yeah subversive um in lots of ways uh, who's, who's the author the author charles strauss okay strauss s-t-r-o-s-s yeah this is the charles strauss yeah i'd never even heard of him before and this is the first thing i've ever read by him and i now want to read everything by him um when did this come out 2004 2002 well i think the book did but didn't he write the short stories were in like chapter is a short story right yeah the uh and it's or actually a novella in some (laughs) they're not short it 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 predicts so much that's going on now you know with with uh fungible data non-fungible tokens all that kind of stuff um yeah just crazy stuff and and funny i think it's really funny yes very funny um but and yeah the guys uh charles strauss is a a extremely good writer yeah it goes from like a beatnik uh who creates all this wealth for everybody else but himself to his daughter who's like teenagers in space right um who becomes i don't know queen of jupiter or something like that it's yeah yeah it's just bizarre as hell you know that's yeah. that's, that's a really kind of flimsy description but um yeah now yeah it. it's so that's why i said it's it's extremely dense and you know like yeah like filled with ideas brilliant ideas funny and and just very insightful because he he grounds himself in the you know um hit the time you know our time the time that he was existing and writing this it's grounded in that there's a lot of references back you know that because it deals with post-humanism um i should put that right out there singularity singularity and it deals with post-humanism and it the book takes that idea from almost the very beginning a little a little before where we are right now and then all the way jesus <laughs> it just it's it does it it does not space it spans space and time yeah. in many ways um and yeah very 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 complicated book. yeah yeah it has to be read like it's if you're a science fiction fan at all i think this is like now going on my shelf of these are the things to read <laughs> you know that's right up there and because it was written so early those ideas are are completely legitimate like he predicted cell phone addiction all these kinds of things and what would happen to people who when they don't have 
access to their cell phones. You know, just, uh, it's just crazy. Yeah, you got to read it. Anyhow, Blue Fez, what have you been watching? Oh, so I uh, got a couple things that I've been watching. Uh, finished up WandaVision uh, a couple days okay. ago. Don't Is anybody else? Uh, well, I, 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 I'll be spoiler no, free. Spoil um, it's I, awesome. Oh, yeah. Over, overall, I enjoyed it. I thought the end was a little. Well, that's what I would kind of expect from a Marvel thing. <laughs> I, I think I think it needed at least another episode to kind of to have it breathe a little bit more. Um, but I will say that there was a there was a scene, and I'm not going to give it away, that involves the Vision at the end. That was like. Oh, we're doing the typical superhero fight, and then they introduce something different. And I was like, "Ooh, this is nice. I liked that. That was very, very well handled. I thought that was a, a nice, a nice touch." Um, overall, I've enjoyed the uh, series. I, I liked the the sort of homage to the different television sitcom styles mm-hmm. as they've gone through the decades. And I called it early on what I thought why this was happening, and I was like, eh, it, it, it kind of, "And I think it's." Um, uh, the generation that kind of grew up with TV, I think we would immediately get, especially having watched some of the older television shows, we would get it immediately. And uh, just overall, I, I really did enjoy it. Um, so finish that. I've also started watching uh, Superman and Lois on the CW, and I've actually enjoyed yeah. uh, that show. I'm I'm a little kind of iffy on the CW DC properties some of them have been good i mean i liked the flash in the beginning but after they kept they kept writing barry trying to f the timeline i'm like you know what stop at this point the character's not learning from his mistakes and and now he should become the villain and everybody should be trying to stop him so i just i gave up on that show and the rest are kind of like either feel like teen dramas or i, I don't know so uh, eh. and crisis was okay yeah th- th- there was some nice stuff in there that I liked, there was but, parts uh, of green arrow that were pretty good too um yeah. and but you know that what i like is the guy who plays green arrow i think is a pretty decent actor um because his personas are totally different when he's the punk kid you know that they do in the backstory and then he becomes the green arrow it's just too whiny just it's like a soap opera so my problem is, is yeah. yeah, exactly. There you go. Uh, but see, that's my problem with Arrow. That's not Al- that's not Oliver Queen. That's not the Green Arrow that I grew up with. The right. loudmouth, liberal, you know, in your face, not afraid to tell Superman or Green Lantern off. You know, and he's like, at and he's a guy with a boxing glove. Arrow. I mean, come on. But still, it's just <laughs> I, I just I couldn't. I, I, although the one time that they put that in the show. Where he kind of he, he kind of does it. I was like, that was pretty cool. Um, <laughs> but uh, no, Superman and Lois is I thought was is surprisingly good. It's um, if if you saw Superman Returns, you know, and you got Brian Singer. Oh, I love the first Superman movie so much. I'm going to do my own version and make Superman a deadbeat dad. I'm like, ah, this is <laughs> no, um, really, this is what we have to suffer through. And then uh... so they. So, but they took that idea of Superman being a parent and actually made it work. And my, you know, uh, Blue Fez Junior is watching it. One of the Blue Fez Juniors are watching it, and he he's like, "Yeah, no, this is." He's like, "This is good. This is." He goes, "The the the sons read as 
the what you would expect like kids to be dealing with this and he, so he's really enjoyed it i've enjoyed it because you know they're kind of doing that that nice balance where lois has kind of got her thing the kids have got their thing superman's got their thing and it, it all kind of balances nicely so far we'll see how that goes but um don't, don't you think lois would have been wrecked by superman i i'm not you know what i'm not going down that path that's 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 a that's a, a discussion it's for like, another time how could they even do I, that I, I don't know. Let's not. Yeah, Kevin Smith already asked the question. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. It, did did the, you did the, you watch? Oh, women of Kleenex, Man of Steel. <laughs> John, did you? <laughs> I'm sorry, Blue Fez. Did you watch the original Lois and Clark? Yes. Did you like it? Eh, I I think I liked it in the beginning, but you could tell that they were probably under some pressure. To go like, oh, okay, we got, it's probably studio interference going, well, we've got Superman, let's use him. And then it's quickly started turning into a kind of a half-baked superhero. And it was just, it was not good. And yeah, I was. I have a kryptonite. I use <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not afraid to use it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that original uh, Lois and Clark was a guilty pleasure just because I, I binge watched it while I was sick. Uh, one year like about 10 years ago <laughs> so i was like hallucinating from the flu for like five days straight you know I nice yeah. the channel and i'm nice. just yeah well and i'm just like uh you know it's it's not i wasn't worried about forgetting anything or falling asleep during anything you know um uh, <laughs> wake up it is still on <laughs> Well, uh, wait. Who, who played who played Lois in that? Terry Hatcher. Yeah. Okay. So hot. I'm just yeah. saying, hot. And what what was the line from Seinfeld? Yes, oh, they're the real theater? and they're amazing. <laughs> spectacular. Yeah, and the spectacular. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Awesome. Um, Temperature well, of 104. <laughs> what I've been watching is uh, I had to watch some Yeti movie for uh, an upcoming. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Oh, save it. And I'm, yeah, you're welcome. Uh, Yeah, thanks. (laughs) Um, And then I opened up Netflix and I saw Godzilla or or Godzilla and uh, Black something, Pacific Rim Black or something with Godzilla. Pacific Rim Black. Yeah. No. Yeah, and I got really worried that Doctor Head was going to make us watch that for a future episode. (laughs) Well, we are now. Uh, But then. Uh, I watched, uh, what was it? It was uh, this documentary series about finding Zodiac where they have this huge computer trying to decode all the kind of stuff. Um, And again, that was one that was really kind of prolonged. Um, But pretty impressive what happens at the end. Um, And they set themselves up to continue because only half the whatever 13 cipher is. Um, was decoded if it was you know really decoded if it's accurate right yeah but they you know they they've got some good people saying yeah this looks right you know um and but the one guy goes i don't think that's gibberish i think he's got two codes in here you know um so whether that's like authentic or something that you know um they're just making up so they can do another documentary series on on the zodiac um, but a lot of the, the work and the story they build about that is pretty impressive. The two guys that they focus on, um, but they really never just kind of say it's this guy or it's that guy. 
you know, they've got evidence for both of them. So they're both plausible suspects. Right. Yes. But it, but it really feels like all they were doing was building up uh, momentum for a second series, you know, so that they could go and continue the, the, the you know, the journey. So that's about it. And I've been watching, catching up on uh, WandaVision, uh, which is, you know, it is really good. And I think it really picks up at like what, episode three or four. It's yeah. just like, you're like going, oh, okay, now I see what's going on here. Um, so good. Uh, but there's a lot of good. And then reading Accelerando as well. So I'm about three quarters of the way through. I think part three is where I just started. Um, that's good stuff. All right, anything else going on with anybody? Hey, I, I just wanted to throw in uh, uh, Professor Feather. You're talking about the Captain Marvel serials. Tom Tyler, who played Captain Marvel, Shazam. Yeah. He's a Hamtramck native. He's uh, from Michigan. Ah, yeah, and he, he ended up going out west and started a lot of westerns and was like a bodybuilder back then. And when Mommy he was doing... Hand. And when he was doing, uh, yeah, he was doing Captain Marvel, he, he was, he had that one, he ended up contracting that one disease where your your muscles start to, at, or they, they like calcify and they start to get, you know, you kind of literally, almost, it's almost like turning to stone. Um, and he was in a lot of, he was in starting to have a lot of pain when he was doing the Captain Marvel bit. And he ended up having to come home uh, to Hamtramck and uh, was around, you know, everybody would stop by and say hi to him. But yeah, I've often... Often thought that that would be an interesting subject of like a, a biopic on Tom Tyler because he had a really interesting life when you look into look into his his career. A lot of B-team. those guys did, man. A lot of those guys did, I think. But, yeah, and it, and it's just and you know it's a typical, uh, you know, the a typical uh, serial. You know, it's no no different than any of the rest of them. But uh, although there is some flying scenes in it, which and they actually like looks like they've got him in a harness. Nope, that's a that is a that is a uh, paper mache dummy. Believe it or not, yeah, yeah, the, uh, good, man. because it yeah. looks it looks real. It the, it does. I maybe they the had him in a harness. Uh, the the, the line, yeah, the line Decker brothers, line yeah, Deckers, yeah. Ah, yeah, yeah. They the, they, they a lot were of wire stuff. Yeah, a lot of the spaceships and stuff you would see. What was this forties and stuff like that? Yeah, yeah, but yeah, they did they, a lot of that stuff. Yeah, they were the ones that. Um, they they always they always said scale was the important thing. You had to you had to get yeah. the scale down right, right, and it, it would work. But yeah, no, their work on Captain Marvel. What was, was their amazing. What was their big thing? The the dam blowing up. Yeah, they always yeah. use that yeah. dam blowing mm-hmm. up. It's just like in all these series, it was yeah. the same yeah. one. Yeah. I'm just watching Doctor Head because he's just sitting there grinning. <laughs> I'm enjoying the conversation. Yeah. Okay. Imagine this 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 paper mache. Yeah, figure it's been a long Same time. Here. I didn't know it was paper mache either because I, I really like Captain Marvel. I like that series, yeah. and I never. Yeah, I just paper mache. We Shazam. should, uh, yeah, yeah. We should do some an episode or two on serials. You know, uh, just the the good serials. Or even watch them. Yeah, because um, you know you all love the Batman serials, right? Uh, I just wanted to get that reaction from Blue Fez. That's all. That's all I did that for. Uh, Was that the one that's kind of like flopping around? (laughs) Let's get him, Johnny. It's Proto. Thor Johnson as Batman. (laughs) (laughs) 
Time for Tar to go to Batcave! Come on, let's get this fight out, Johnny! <laughs> when Batman was still just a gliding rat. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Talk and glide! Uh, all right. Tor not get enough airspeed! <laughs> Torn out aerodynamic. <laughs> Too much drag. Trust me, Tor. You're going to look great in this. It's going to be fabulous. Can't Batman just walk? Does this, does this match my shoes? Tor Johnson is Batman. <laughs> in drag, as. Derp. That girl. <laughs> All right. We are out of here. Yeah, you guys want to watch me take a dump? Say! You are listening to... Same. Same. Radio. Yeah, radio. Radio. Thank you very much. Where can you find us? Everywhere. Radio Unsane at Twitter. Facebook, unsaneradio.com. Email us at unsaneradio at gmail.com. Somebody fucking email us, please. (laughs) We have so many pictures we have yet to give away. Autograph pictures? Come on. Holding up in my garage. <laughs> Thousands of them. What we like to call pixie stick picks. <laughs> I have a question. Where where were the um, uh, geographically? Where were the the wee folk from? Oh, you're talking about wee freaks? No, wee folk. They're called wee folk. Little people. Is that Irish? I think everybody has like a version of it. But I mean, isn't that what they call them the Weefo? Isn't that Irish? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, translation. Yeah. 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 And you're right, Fez. Not to be confused with We Freaks, which is on Facebook, and it's a great little comic. W e f r e e k z. Three exclamation points. <laughs> ampersand and an exclamation point. And a new baby We Freak. That's yes. right. That's right. So that, that's We Freaks on, on Facebook, right there. Tarn like other Psycho Cinema. You, if you put all of that into Facebook search, you'll find our, our uh, Facebook page. Seriously. <laughs> <laughs> it's so complicated. It's, but it's, it's so complicated. <laughs> I can't, I can't Facebook, keep up. Facebook gets back to me and says, no. Uh, it's, it's more of a hunt. <laughs> That's what I feel. If you're, yeah. if you're to hunt chase forward, is better than the catch. That's right. In our case, the chase is much better than the catch. That's right. But don't no, don't take my word for yeah, it. I just battered around a little bit like a cat. Yeah. <laughs> take Motorhead's word. That's for not it. moving anymore. So let's move on. 